The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Our AFC previews this week, Nate. Let's dive into the AFC West, where the Chiefs continue to reign supreme. Minus 250, the division odds. Their win total at 12.5 with some juice on the under. A team looking to make their third straight Super Bowl. And honestly, I mean, you, you just know what you're going to get from the Chiefs at this point. And I think that's a testament to the fact that they made two Super Bowls in a row and they really haven't changed a whole lot about their personnel, at least offensively, in you know the past two or three seasons. And the fact that they're still able to do that, the fact that they're still the favorite in, an, in a league where things change drastically year by year is a huge testament to Andy Reid and what he can bring to that team. But the Chiefs are going to continue to be, I'm sure, Nate, a betting favorite for the general public, for squares and sharps alike. And they're just going to be – they're a fun team to bet on. They're a fun team to watch, and it makes sense why they're the favorite. And it's hard to to bet anyone else in that division to win. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're they're justifiably the the heavy favorite to win the division. Uh, They have the best quarterback in the league, one of the best head coaches in the league. And when it comes to quarterback and play caller, those are usually the two most important parts of a team. I would, you know, would have trouble – fading them at all um however against the spread last year they weren't very good ats i know that was you know yep. you're paying a, a premium on on kansas city when it comes to betting them on an individual individual basis because so many uh, bettors want to have their money backed in, in patrick mahomes and that they won the super bowl two years ago and made the super bowl last year um, I guess my worry for the team in general is is the right side of their offensive line that's gone through some injuries in training camp. I mean, the offensive line in general was totally reworked. Uh, we saw them get exposed in the Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because Patrick Mahomes is running for his life. Um, and they, they brought in players through free agency, through trade, the draft. And, and now it looks like the right side of that offensive line might not be full speed or full at full health for week one. And they're playing the Cleveland Browns, which is a team that has a very good pass rusher in Miles Garrett. So in terms of the the futures and the win totals, I, the Chiefs are priced right. It's hard to ask a team in an NFL season, even the best team, to win 13 games to win that bet on the win total over 12 and a half. Um, that's juice plus money to the over, but still 13 and four or 12 and five would be a really good season for Kansas city, but wouldn't meet expectations. So for me, uh, they're really good. <laughs> I know that's not hard hitting analysis, but, uh, I think they're priced, <laughs> they're priced right in all their, uh, in their, all their markets. Chargers plus four fifty, Broncos, uh, six to one and the Raiders at 22 to one to win that division. Um, the Chargers, uh, 
They're solid, and it's tough to talk about, like, division winners and, like, how teams are going to do when you have the Chiefs because at this point, I, I mean, you can't really say, well, the Chargers may have a chance to win this division when you really just don't believe it. It's going to probably be the Chiefs that win the AFC West. But you can look at the Chargers' win total. You can look at it 9.5 with the juice on the under. Um, and they're another team, too, where they were – I would say they were a little undervalued last season. I don't know if that's going to happen this season with how people know what they're going to be bringing to the table with Herbert. So I, I don't know where you stand on this, Nate, where you stand on that nine and a half. But you look at the division as a whole, and, I mean, it's it's a very it, – it's a tougher division than some of the ones we've looked at. No, I, I agree. It's, a, it's a, a fun division. Not only do you have the Chiefs, but I think all those – three teams present betting value in some way. Uh, let's start with the Chargers. You mentioned their win total at nine and a half, which is a pretty big bump from last year because they went seven and nine. And just full disclosure, I've been kind of a Chargers truther for years since back in their days in San Diego. I just huh. think they always have a lot of talent and they always lose close games because of coach mismanagement or a missed field goal or some like weird random thing that like only the Chargers would go through. And yeah. when I look at, like, teams that lose a lot of close games, I want to back them for to hopefully positively regress the next year. And the, and the Chargers can kind of fall into that, especially because you have an, a, stat, or a quarterback who was a rookie of the year last year in Justin Herbert, and then you have a hopefully a huge hedge coaching upgrade from Brandon Staley, the former Rams uh, defensive coordinator, to the Chargers head coach, even though he's not hasn't had much experience, but he has to be an upgrade over Anthony Lynn. One thing I am a little bit worried about the Chargers, and I think that they're they're being priced correctly. I'd say I don't think you're, they're like an under the radar team anymore, just because they have a, a quarterback who played at such an elite level last season. Mm-hmm. But what worries me this season is they're playing in the stadium in LA, the new stadium that the basically the Rams built, and the Chargers are paying rent to uh, to play there nine times a year, I guess 10 times a year because they had a preseason game this past weekend. But with when it comes to the Chargers, when they were playing in that MLS stadium in L.A., they had absolutely no home field advantage where it was almost like an away game where Phillip Rivers was going on a silent count because the away fans <laughs> yeah. were so loud. And I looked at their home schedule this year, and they're in a division with the Chiefs, the Broncos, and the Raiders, and, and the Chiefs and Broncos fans travel very well. And the Raiders used to be in L.A., so they have a ton of fans in L.A. So those are already like three games where they're not going to have a home field advantage at all. And then I looked at the other games of the season. They're playing the Cowboys, the Browns, the Patriots, the Vikings, the Steelers, and the Giants. And those are all teams where it's either they're known for big traveling fan bases or they're from big cities or like big NFL franchises that a lot of public people like or have transplants out in the West Coast. So they could be literally playing 17 road games this year. And because of that, I have no interest in going over the Chargers at this number Um, or to win the division just because Kansas City's there or to win the Super Bowl because or the AFC, because if they don't win the division, they'll have to go play most of their playoff games on the road. So I think there can be some individual spots to back the Chargers this season, especially on the road. Uh, because they're probably a team that's actually really good on the road because they feel every game for them feels like a road game. So maybe betting the Chargers, I've kind of interested them in week one against the Washington football team as a short favorite. But in terms of some of the season outlook stuff, 
going to stay away with some of the concerns in terms of the home field advantage that they will not have, where actually might be an advantage for the other team. The Broncos, uh, six to one to win the division. Eight and a half is the win total. Uh, over is actually favored in that eight and a half. And uh, the Broncos have one of the easier schedules in the NFL this season. So I think that's a big reason why you have that over. Um, quarterback wise, you got Teddy Bridgewater, you got Drew Locke. Um, they have a pretty good wide receiving core though with Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. I mean, they have a lot of those personnel on the offensive side of the ball that you'd think they could help them out in some of these games where they've struggled in the past. Defensively, of course, Von Miller, but Again, they're in this division where it's just it's such a hard division to get ahead in with the Chiefs, and then you have the Chargers who who look so talented every season that you look at them and you're like, well, I don't I don't really know where the Broncos are going to be able to stand in this division if there's already two teams there who are better than them and they're going to have to face twice. Yeah, so the Broncos, I'm kind of torn on them. There's there's a lot of positive regression indicators for them. Uh, they yeah. just were so injured last year, and if they just have normal injury luck and and not too many injuries, then I think that there's you know a chance that they'll just perform better than they did last year because they'll have the players that they you know expected to have going into week one. I mean, started last year, they lose Von Miller before week one. Corlin Sutton gets hurt early in the season, so that kind of hurts whoever was playing quarterback as he was supposed to you know help develop especially a guy like like Drew Locke and and just they they never had, you know, consistent quarterback play throughout the season. Another positive regression indicator is their turnover differential. They by far had the worst turnover differential in the NFL last year at minus 16. The uh the second to worst team in turnover differential was minus 11. And turnover differential is usually not predictive year over year, so usually teams that have bad turnover differential at least possibly regress kind of to the mean. So um, if you'd expect that the defense would be better in Vic Fangio's third year, plus you have Teddy Bridgewater in to push Drew Locke in that quarterback competition, that the offense will be better. Also, their 17th game this year, that extra game where you're playing a team from the other conference, but it's based on how you finished in the uh, division standings. They're playing the Detroit Lions as their 17th game at home. So that's as easy as a 17th game as you're going to get when it comes to AFC teams because the Lions by far are the worst team in the NFC. So a lot of things going for the for the Broncos. And when their win total was 7.5 before the draft, that may have been an interesting number for me. However, because of the draft rumors with Aaron Rodgers when he kind of said that he wanted out of Green Bay just a few hours before the draft – uh, that win total af- right after the draft, kind of the dust settled, got moved up to nine with juice on the under, but still from seven and a half to nine is very significant in the NFL. Now the win total has settled at eight and a half, and obviously Rodgers is staying put. So it's kind of like almost like a full game win um, adjustment on the win total from seven and a half to eight and a half based on like Aaron Rodgers' rumors. And they haven't adjusted it back down to like maybe eight or something. So maybe seven and a half you liked it. I kind of probably would have liked it if I was looking into that more. I would have bet over. But now at eight and a half with, you know, a full win in the NFL being so important and not really a believer in Drew Locke, I would I would stay away from 
over eight and a half. And oh, oh, something that's interesting to me, another game I kind of have circled for week one is the Broncos are a one and a half or two point favorite at the Giants in the season opener. I think the Giants are, are the side in that game. I'm not sure if the Broncos really should be road favorites, um, especially this year. We have to remember there will be full crowds at NFL games. So something that's interested to me where the Broncos definitely have uh, the outlook where things should be better, but now they're being priced like a above average team as opposed to what it was before the draft at seven and a half. Finally, the fighting John Gruden's. Team total, seven. Uh, team win total, I should say, seven for the Las Vegas Raiders at the bottom of the barrel of the AFC West. Any team that's coached by John Gruden, Nate, I will fade by week. And I know the Raiders are going to have some favorable spots this season. Definitely not betting them a 22-1 to one to win the division. I don't think I'm going to hit that win total as well, and I think I'm going to have a good time probably fading most of the things that the Raiders do uh, this season. Because when it, when it comes to betting for John Gruden or against John Gruden, I think the smart move is always to bet against John Gruden. I'm glad that you said that because we, we didn't really talk about the teams and what we were thinking before. And when you started talking about uh, like teams and John Gruden, I was worried, like, I love John Gruden and I'm, like, fully sold on him. So I'm very glad to hear you are – not uh, sold on John no. Gruden because I'm not at all. I'm I never going to be a, sold. No, I, no, no, he's. I don't know where to go. He's he's a good, I think, <laughs> offensive coordinator, like a good offensive game planner, but just makes a lot of questionable decisions on the sideline. And you know that he has his hand prints on who they draft with GM Mike Mayock. And there's been a, so many questionable yep. draft picks, so many reaches in the first round. Also, like, they just overpay players in free agency, even though they have all this cap space. They gutted their offensive line, which was the strength of the team last year. And I think because of that, that offense is not going to be as good, especially Derek Carr, quarterback, doesn't play well under pressure uh, with this new makeshift offensive line. I like their win total under a lot. It's going to be a bet for me. I'm kind of waiting to see where it settles because there's been a little bit of movement where I've seen as high as seven and a half. Seven is the prevailing number, but there's also some like six and a half with juice on the under. I can see this team totally bottoming out, especially because I like the Chargers kind of as overall this year, just with the head coach upgrade. I think the Broncos have a chance to be at least a 500 Chiefs. The Chiefs are, a, are a, the Broncos a 500 team. The Chiefs, we know what they are. And if I, I can't like every team in the division because they're going to play each other uh, six times each. So the Raiders are the team that kind of falls by the wayside. And I, I like the Raiders under a lot. In 2019, they went 7-9, and nine, but their win total or their uh, point differentials was minus 106. So they were more like a five-win team in 2019. Last year, 2020, they were 8-8, eight and eight, but they also had a negative point differential. So they are kind of have won a lot of games they probably shouldn't have or their record is not as good as, as they actually played. So I think that there's a lot of negative regression um, indicators for the Raiders this season. Really like under, uh, well, under seven is, is kind of the number. So I think the number actually might be priced right, but I'm going to end up betting the Raiders under 
and maybe some alternative team totals under like five and a half or something, because I, I can see them being really bad this season. <laughs> and that and the John Gruden, I don't even know if I call it a honeymoon or this is the John Gruden experiment, uh, getting a lot of doubters uh, after this season and in the fourth year of his 10 year, $100 million contract. Yeah, this is a fade John Gruden podcast. And I think we have to stick with that it. theme and that sentiment throughout the year. Because that will probably make us a good amount of money if we fade John Gruden. Yes. So I'll, I will probably tail you on that with the uh, under in the Raiders win total. I think that's probably a smart move. Definitely not the over. It's kind of like how I view the Texans, and I'm sure how you view the Texans. It's If you're going to bet them, definitely do not bet the over. Because that is the absolutely wrong move when you're trying to bet a John Gruden-led team. And Nate, two other things with the Raiders, just just quickly, and yeah. I like the, one of the biggest reasons we should have like been advocating for the under. Um, obviously, the offensive line I think is is one of the key parts, but also the defense is terrible, and they didn't get much better at all. And we saw how how bad they were last year, and then the schedule is also uh, very difficult because they ended up finishing second place last year, so they get a second place schedule, and they open against the Ravens week one. Um, because the Ravens finished, well, I guess I guess the Raiders are playing all the teams in the uh, in the AFC AFC North, but getting that second place schedule um, is going to be difficult for the Raiders. Um, yeah, so I mean the, the defense and the schedule together um, are just more reasons to fade John Gruden this year. Yeah, I think that's the move. Fade John Gruden. Hashtag fade John Gruden. I love it. Um, but Nate, I think that'll do it for our AFC preview. We appreciate everyone uh, listening this entire week. We will be back next week, three episodes a week, full analysis, all our best bets, getting ready for the uh, college football season, NFL season, all the articles, everything to come. That all starts next week, so stick with us for that. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun fall, Nate. I think it's going to be a very, very fun fall, very fun winter, and uh, hopefully we make some money along the way, honestly. So that'll do it for us. We'll be back next week, and uh, we'll see you there. Yeah.